This is the Wife Wisdom Podcast with Christy Little-Jones of christylittlejones.com, episode number 142. In today's episode, I'm excited to talk to my guest, Shakia Moreno. She is a wife, mama, homeschool teacher, and author of This Mama Praise Prayer Journal. Shakia loves Jesus, has a heart for other moms, and is passionate about encouraging intentionality in lifestyle and mothering. Up next on the Wife Wisdom Podcast. Welcome to the Wife Wisdom Podcast. I'm your host, Christy Little-Jones. I'm a relationship coach, a marriage and family champion, and the chief cheerleader for women all over the world. The Wife Wisdom Podcast is a real conversation designed to help you cultivate the heart of a wife. If you are single and desire to be married, if you are newly married and want to thrive as a wife, or if you are a seasoned wife and just need a little encouragement staying a wife, you are in the right place. If you are new to our podcast, woohoo! Welcome to the family. I am thrilled that you are here. And if you are already a part of my tribe and you don't already know, I love and appreciate you. Hey guys, I'm so excited that you are here. I cannot wait to introduce you to my guest today. Her name is Shakia Moreno. She is a wife, mama of two beautiful girls. She homeschools them and has a huge heart for women to simply encourage other mamas towards Jesus and his call in motherhood. She began from this deep and immovable conviction to help mamas live aware of the presence of God and the ease in helping their children to experience and see the same one teachable moment at a time. She loves spending her days loving on her family and making a home that makes disciples by teaching and serving where God has placed her feet. She is the author of the new book, This Mama Praise Prayer Journal, 31 Days of Intentionality. It's amazing. She loves to read. She loves to write, but her affection is for ice cream (laughs) and it runs deep. So please help me welcome to the Wife Wisdom Podcast, Mrs. Shakia Moreno. Thank you for having me, Christy. It is always a pleasure to speak with you. Yes, yes. So the first thing, let's just kick it off with what is your favorite mom moment? Okay, so there's too many. <laughs> so I'm like, right, right, I of think, course. I think my favorite mom moment outside of me actually not being woken up by an alarm is <laughs> being woken up by my sweet girl's faces. We start every morning with hugs. That's just how we start. I really want them to know when they enter into any room, mommy's happy to see them, um, regardless of whether I really am happy to see them or not. I want them to see that written over my face. So my moment is morning cuddles. That's what we call it. So that's what I love. It's every single day, obviously, and we can't do anything else before that happens for each of my, my kids. Oh, I love that. I love that. And how old are your girls now? My girls are seven and four and a half. Oh, can you believe it? Yes, I know. I can't believe it. Wow. It goes, it really does. It goes so fast, but what a beautiful um, gift. And not only that, but 
modeling because guess what? When they're mommies, they're going to do the same thing for your grandbabies. Yeah, that's so sweet. Oh, grandbabies. Am I going to have those? <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. Right. Like one thing at a time, one thing at a time. <laughs> right. So um, what is the, what do you, what would you say is the best part of you that you desire to transfer to your children and, and why? Um, I don't want it to sound like cliche or anything, but what I feel is the best part of me is really my reliance on who he is, who Christ is, and, and my strong faith. And that's really, if nothing else comes for me, that's what I want them to know. That's what I want them to be able to understand and communicate. Like I learned to love Jesus because I saw mommy love Jesus and to believe in him despite everything that's going on or because of everything that's going on so really that's that's it I don't know if there's anything else that's good that comes for me <laughs> other than him and my reliance on him that is so good and where did you um start your relationship with God and how did it really um morph into just such a a passion that you have that you can really see through everything that you do yeah, so I actually grew up in the church, um, which <laughs> I'm like, I know a lot of us did, but I really feel like um, in the tangible, my grandmother was really big and always communicating. If you believe nothing else, know that there's power in the name of Jesus. Like that's just something that is always stuck with me. Um, there's two things that she's always said that in mind your manners. <laughs> like those were the right. only two things she cared about. Um, but, but in that, seeing that play out in her life, no matter what her health looked like, no matter what her family situation looked like, she was always saying the same exact thing. So I really think understanding that there was a personal relationship that she had to have um, really made me think about what does that mean for me? Mm -hmm. um, and as I got older, um, seeing what it looked like without that personal relationship and then comparing it to what it would look like with, I was like, okay, there's no other way for me. So this is what we're sticking with. Um, but it really, the seeds were sown at a very young and early age. And I think that has really made me mindful of the fact that it's so important for me to do the same for my kids. Yeah, that's so good. Now, what about, you know, because I think there's some some people who or many people who who grow up in the church kind of stray, right? And then they they really because they just really are doing it because that's what they're told to do. But then, you know, at what point in your life was it always like a personal did you always have a personal relationship? Did you have to kind of develop and find your own relationship? How did that unfold? No, that's it's a good question and I don't know if I can even appropriately articulate it, but I do feel like um, around my middle school years, I did develop and understand what a personal relationship looked like because I grew up in a church. There were other people in my church that were very mindful of pouring into children. Um, that was their call and that was their ministry. So we think about people say like the children's ministry is probably the most important ministry in the church because you have the kids and that's how you get the parents there. Right. But it really is a big deal. So outside yeah. of your parents that you might not want to talk to because they may not understand you having those influences um, outside of home really made all of the difference. So in middle school, I feel like I did. And then, you know, there's peer pressure um, in high school. There was, you know, a little bit of strain just trying to see what life was about um, in college as well. But then 
no matter how much I felt like I strayed for lack of a better term, um, I always knew who he was in my mind, right? No matter how far left I went, there was always a prayer like, Jesus, help me. There have been times where I was literally angry. I didn't want to hear the name of Jesus. I didn't want to hear any worship music. And, you know, that's the enemy, right? But that okay. has been the point that I've been in life sometimes. But at the end of the day, when I hit rock bottom, I knew who I was calling on because mm-hmm. I, <laughs> I knew who I needed. Um, so it really, for me, took a rock bottom moment um, in my 20s. Um, and then I was like, I can't do this anymore. And I know what I need to do to your point. And I need to get back to what I know and who created me and who's always been here with me, no matter how much I tried to push him away. So um, back and forth, back and forth, mm-hmm. but always, always knowing what, what really is. And I'm just glad he kept me because I'm like, who, who can do life without him? I don't understand. <laughs> Girl, <laughs> listen. <laughs> How do you do anything without him? Anything. Woo, boy, parenting, marriage, all, listen. Real. Real. <laughs> real, real. Exactly, exactly. So awesome. So tell me what it means in your words to be a mother of intention. Okay. A mother of intention for me is being mindful of catching the teachable moments. Um, That's the way I look at it. It's being mindful of the fact that this is what is most important in this time, in this season, mothering, in addition to obviously wifing, are my biggest or most important priorities. So that doesn't necessarily mean it's just saying no to something that's taking me away from my family on a Saturday. It's stopping in the middle of the day when I see a disgruntled face or a sad face and saying, we're going to stop. We're going to pause no matter what I have on my plate. This is the priority. This is what we're talking through. This is what we're going through. Um, For me, it also looks like intentionality and pointing them to see him and whatever we're doing. So if we see a little bird flying around, um, if we see a bubble, it's say, oh my goodness, how great is God that he let us see this or he created this or he allowed us to hear it with our eyes. But it's just taking a step back and being mindful of how to point things to him. That's what intentionality looks like to me. Mm, that is so great, especially this young. You know, when you're the, when the girls are this young, you talk about a seed that you are sowing and you are grooming and you are cultivating and, and really, because you're connecting the dots for them. And, you know, I know that even as children, you know, you sing these songs about God and you sing, you know, and, but then to be able to tangibly connect who God is with their everyday world is so beautiful. I love that. I love that. And one of the things that you, you say is that your, your purpose is to create a home. And so you are so creative. I just love how creative you are. It is really, truly a gift and an anointing for sure. And so what does it take like to make a home? How can you know, we learn from you how, what is it that you do that intentionally just makes up and creates a home? Now, I don't know if you want to learn from me. <laughs> but, yes, we do. But I can tell you what I, what I think. Um, for me, um, creating a home 
tangibly looks like cultivating his presence, period. Um, whether that's from the morning after our morning cuddles, it looks like turning on music. My kids call it Jesus music because they're like, have you listened to Jesus music yet? <laughs> because then they, they would like to move on to something else. Right. <laughs> Because they know that we have to get this in first before you can move to any Disney songs. But um, it looks like cultivating his presence. So um, whether that means, okay, we have a worship moment, um, whether that means at the beginning of the morning we say our, our prayer um, and making sure that we're praying throughout the day, um, whether that means to what I was mentioning earlier, pointing them to him. But making a home for me really looks like making his presence known where we are because that's where he dwells is where we dwell and that is the home that we want to be a part of um and then just reminding them like uh we love in this family so i don't know what part of the family you're trying to be in but in this one this is what we do and this is what our home atmosphere looks like so just constantly reminding them of that too and i think it's morphed a little bit with um the pandemic oh, yeah. because tangible home has changed or we've been a part of it a lot more than right. <laughs> we've anticipated so what do we want to invite people into what do we want this space to be like and look like for ourselves and for other people my my kids constantly say and it's something that jarred me a little bit like um, my daughter was like well we don't decorate for easter and i was just like well, yeah, I guess we kind of don't. And she's like, but I guess we shouldn't because I mean, it's only us, no one's coming because of the pandemic. And I was like, no, 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 no. We don't just do things for other people. We deserve beauty too. You know, so having this conversation of what does it look like to even dwell in peace and beauty because that's what he wants for us, not necessarily just what he wants for other people to come into, if that makes sense, right? So just cultivating a space where, he's there we know he's present and knowing that he wants us to really enjoy um enjoy this life that he's given us yes that is so good that i love that um you know i think one of the things too is as christian moms um oftentimes we live our life based on a like a life verse you know something yes. that we mm -hmm. really use as an anchor that we root into our just who we are that we have to remind ourselves of. So do you have a specific life verse and what that is? And then also, do you have one separately for your family or do you use just one? Yeah, so my, I would say one of my favorite verses that I lean on a lot and I didn't want to butcher it because I feel like I've read it in so many different mm -hmm. um, versions or translations that I never get one specifically correct. But it's Ephesians 3.20, now to him who is able to do above and beyond all that we ask or think according to the power that works in us. Um, that is something that I sit on because I think in any situation, I have to really consider who he is um, and who I am because of who he is. Um, so that's something that really calls me back um, when I am too introspective, if that makes sense. Um, and also for my family, um, we, we look at this first and I'm like, it says in us. So I actually have um, a letter board that is right at my kitchen window and it says, Jesus 
loves and lives in us. And I just want them to remember um, that he loves us immensely and that the power that we have is because of who he is inside of us, that he's always dwelling in and with us. Um, so that's just something that really calls us up. Um, it's something that motivates us. It's something that stirs us and spurs us on. Um, but that's, that's the verse that I think that we, we fall back on um, more often than that or any other ones. Yeah, I think that's beautiful too. That um, And do you actually teach the girls, you know, to when they wake up in the morning to um, like specifically spend time, like how do you, um, do they talk to God on their own? Do I remember when Hayes was really young, probably between your girls' ages, maybe five or six. And, um, you know, I would say, okay, guys, go get a book or spend some time, you know, even if they're looking at the pictures. Right. Kind of before, while I was getting one of them ready or, you know, trying to... <laughs> but let me tell you Hayes would do that he would always read his little colorful children's bible and I would there were times when I would just go even check on him and he would be not he couldn't necessarily grasp the what was going on but he would just look at the pictures and it was just awesome and I remember the the responsibility as a mom to really teach the girls how to create and cultivate their own relationship yeah. with him so that even if mommy was gone that they still had access to the tools and mm -hmm. knew what to do because God says that raise them up right, right. <laughs> raise right. a child Please. right in the way they should go because they'll never leave it and it's so true so Amen. Yeah. teenagers now you just know wow like the things, the time that I took when the girl, my kids were young like yours, it was so valuable. So I just want to encourage you and thank you too for, for being that example, because it is going to be so, when you see it show up in your high schooler, when, you know, my, when Sky had a, during her, she had a situation where her, there was some peer pressure going on. Mm -hmm. And the, the kids were like, oh, you know, do you, do you smoke? Do you do drugs? Do you do that? She's like, no, I'm a Christian. Right. And they're Can like, they yes. And then thing is like, they started, they were even teasing her. Oh, well, this is our Christian friend. This is our Christian yeah. friend. And Scott turns around. She said, yep, I'm the Christian one. <laughs> yep. I'm the Christian friend. Like no bold, shame, right. bold no embarrassment, right. no bold. They was total boldness. So thank you for, you know, you just modeling that how critical it is when our children are young and during those ages between birth and seven is really the the time where the impressions are so powerful that they will literally play out the rest of their lives so 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 good no i appreciate it and i'm encouraged by that myself so, <laughs> so absolutely yes um you did i think you had a small question in there just in terms of how do we or how or do we make the space for it? So mm -hmm. I just, just quickly, I, I don't necessarily have a designated time where I have them do a certain thing, but I try to make it a point for them to understand that it's throughout the whole day. It's not a dedicated time, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. um, so we do a lot of, we read while they're eating breakfast. So I have a bunch of different Bible books or Bibles around. And then we've just kind of morphed into this pattern at night each of the girls will ask who can I pray for tonight before I go to sleep like we used to have a little prayer jar that we would pick sticks from and it's funny it's I'm looking at it right now because my little one 
brought it down to the school room the other day and she was like, well, can we do this? You know, let's start our school day because we start our school day with prayer. I homeschool if we haven't said that already. Mm-hmm. And so now we have that little routine. But then at night, they're always like, we want to pray for one of your friends. So they ask each myself and my husband, who can they pray for in our world? <laughs> um, and they do that. And it's the cutest thing. And at dinner time, we ask questions like, how has God shown you his love today? So we go around the table and we answer that question. And my oldest has now gotten into how has God gotten you through a difficult situation this week? And I'm like, really? So that's the question we answer every week. So it's just, it's throughout the day, Christy. And and I love it because I want them to realize like God is literally there all day. You know, you don't have to just stop at 12. You don't have to stop at one or you don't have to just do it when you wake up in the morning, be mindful in the morning, (laughs) but know that you can be mindful all day too so wow that is awesome you make it sound so easy (laughs) but it is and that's that is my Mm -hmm. heart it is that easy right and I think that that's really where my passion lies in showing people that it really is simple it literally takes intention it literally just takes a moment to step back and ask the question take the extra five minutes because it's that important um yeah that's my heart so good so good so now how do you what about the challenges because I'm sure there are challenges that you face as a mom. Like, how do you, never, right? How, how do you, how do you really, I'm sure you approach them with, with the word, but how do you handle them? Like those moments where, you know, it might be that exact moment where you're like, oh, you're having a moment. And, you know, one of the girls does something that just exasperates it. And you're just like, mm-hmm. mm, how do you handle that? <laughs> Oh, um, sometimes I don't handle it. So in the instances where I do not handle it well, I am very mindful to stop and call out what exactly happened, apologize for it, and tell them what should have happened and really explain to them that how mommy just showed herself is not how God shows himself Mm. Um, and reminding them that I'm not perfect. Um, I'm trying to be better and I'm trying to be more like him, but it's not always going to turn out that way. So um, because it happens, I I just remember as a child, I did not like being yelled at. It was one of the things that I hated the most. And my mother's just a loud talker. I've realized that like, she's actually with me now. And I'm like, lady, you are loud. Maybe she wasn't yelling at me all those years. <laughs> she was just loud. It just sounded loud. <laughs> so, so I realized when I raised my voice, I'm like, oh, no, it triggers something for me because I remember how I felt. Um, so I'm, I've just been very quick in thinking about what would I have liked as a kid? You know what I mean? And that's what I try to provide for them. But even in that, um, I tried to level set myself in the morning, if that makes sense for me, right? So I, in this pandemic, it's lended me a lot of time. I'm able to go and walk in the morning by myself for a good hour. And I'm really spending time with God asking to help me um, because I need all the help. Um, And I think that centers me because it allows me to ponder on maybe what I've read in the Bible the day before um, and really trying to speak those things, even just to the kids, even though they probably have no clue what I'm talking about sometimes. But um, that 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 helps level set me, if that makes sense. But I apologize a lot. That's my answer. I apologize a lot. I love I think that is so beautiful. And, you know, even the humility of that 
you know, because I grew up in a generation where, you know, I, my parents were baby boomers and mm-hmm. it was more so this is what I say, you know, right. do what I say, not what I do. Right. <laughs> exactly. So there wasn't necessarily, they didn't know how to cultivate that, that space, but I'm grateful that, you know, similar to your, your story, I felt the same way that I felt like I needed to apologize. So when they were, um, kind of school age, I would have them write sentences. And I remember doing something that I was, you know, apologize and and did the same thing. And I was like, mommy's going to write sentences. How many sentences should I write? Like, and just, you know, having them tell me because letting them know that we, um, you know, we're all, we're both human, whether I might, I'm just, you're, I'm shepherding you. I'm like, I'm no better. (laughs) Right. I'm no better. And it was such a powerful moment for them. So much so that when I asked my kids when they were teenagers, you know, what, what is your favorite thing about mommy? They yeah. said that, they, that you tell me you make mistakes. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's a like, big deal. It's yeah. A huge deal. Huge deal for us not to think that just because we're parents that we're better and we're right, that we have to be humble enough to tell our children, oh my goodness, I'm so sorry. I messed up. I shouldn't have done that. Will you forgive me? And really teach them how to cultivate healthy relationship because of the relationship they have with you. Yeah, that's good. So, so good. So good. And so you have, shifting gears a little bit, you have become this amazing entrepreneur. Me? (laughs) Yes, you. Without even really trying, right? (laughs) Without even... (laughs) Without even doing it on purpose, literally <laughs> just uh, an act of obedience that has turned into a movement where you have really just ministered to women all over the world who are moms, encouraging them and fanning the flame of who they are and in the position and the privilege that they have to really pour into their children. So. Tell us a little bit about your your journey. Um, what inspired you to write this mama praise and just the amazing feedback <laughs> and support, yes, that you've gotten from, from women all over the world? Well, thank you, Christine. I'm like, <laughs> I'm blushing. <laughs> you can't see. <laughs> um, no, I appreciate it. You know, T, I really like the way you framed that. It really was just an act of obedience. Um, and I don't do well with acts of obedience all the time <laughs> um, because I really get into my own head too often. So it's been it's been a joy and a pleasure to just see what God can do with a yes, um, because I don't know if I've ever said yes in such a profound way before, if that makes sense. Um, so my, my journey, I'll try to make it quick. <laughs> um, I been on social media trying to figure out why am I on social media like like what's the point of social media um and as I mentioned before it's always been on my heart just to show moms how easy it is to be intentional with pointing their kids to Christ that has been I don't know where it came from okay let me not say I don't know where it came from God has been very intentional to place moms that are further along in their journey in my life And someone initially pointed that out to me and said, wow, do you see all of these women that God has given you relationship with? He wants to do something with that. And when they opened my eyes to see that, I was like, you're right, because I can't take this for granted. 
my other moms in my in my life they don't have this type of support um so what does that look like and what does that mean for me and my children um so gleaning from you and from some of the other women who i get to see whether it's very hands-on or even from a distance what does it look like taking pieces of that and pouring that back out to other people so you know floundering around social media trying to figure out what what do you want me to actually say guy what do you want me to do um i realized that god had created me to be a resource for people um because my friends were always coming to me asking for things and they weren't necessarily things biblical things right they would just be what cups are you using for your kids? Because you always have the best stuff. Or you seem so organized when you're in church with your 1,000 bags. What bags are you using? Things like that. And I was like, okay, <laughs> like I'm just buying and trying stuff like you are. But if that's the way I'm seen, I don't want to take it lightly. Okay, so fast forward. Um, someone that I didn't know very well on social media reached out to me and said, hey, um, I know that you're very intentional with your kids. What do you pray for your kids? Like, what are those main points that you pray about? And so in chatting with her, I, well, God gave me the idea to come up with a series of prayers for children. Um, so I thought, well, if she benefited, maybe someone else would. Spent weeks trying to come up with a 10-day series. And the day I planned to release it, my grandmother died. Mm -hmm. It was literally the day after Mother's Day. But it was such a sweet moment even in that because Every single one of her children were on Zoom with her the day before because it was Mother's Day. And God just really touched my own heart because I was just like, she came home to you knowing that she was so loved here on earth. Um, the way she passed was peaceful and that has always been my prayer. So even in that, I just remember Marcos and I driving home to be with my family. And I was like, do I release these prayers or do I not? Like, I can't do this. And he's just like, do it. God is intentional with the timing. And it was also a good distraction to say the least that I was busy with this. So in that I released the 10 days of how, you know, praying things over your children and the response was legit overwhelming. <laughs> like I wasn't expecting it. I was like, okay. <laughs> no, no, what? Right. Was not expecting it. Um, so overwhelming in a good way, but I was like, Lord, what do I do next? And literally that was my prayer. What am I supposed to do with this next? And he laid it on my heart, get a blog. And I'm like, no, I, I don't want to blog. Like, this is not what I want to do. And I asked, I said, Lord, if you really want me to purchase a website, you have to show me. I said, I'm not going to spend my family's money. You have to give me some residual income. I'm, I tried to make it as absurd and ridiculous as I could, right? Like you got to show me, you know, we can be like, it's Gideon, right? Like give me the wet piece of wool outside. <laughs> like we got to do something. Okay. Christy, the next day I opened that mailbox and I had an unexpected check for $250. Uh -uh. No, you didn't, girl. The very next day. And I was like, whoop. <laughs> I guess we're right away. And then on top of that, I was like, well, this might not be enough. I went to, because I, you know, browsed around and did my research. I went to the place where I, you know, said, if I do this, this is where I'm going to purchase from. They were having a 50% off sale. Uh, that uh. So I was like, okay. So I purchased it. Didn't do anything with it for a while, but I just purchased it because I was like, God <laughs> basically just said, buy this thing. Right. I know. Oh my so, gosh. Yes, finish, so finish. 
this is literally the only reason why <laughs> this book. So in that, I was like, okay, God, I, I know you're telling me to do something. So I really just went to him every day, like, show me what to do. Tell me what I'm doing, because I have no personal desire, if that makes sense. Like, mainly because I feel like I already have enough on my plate. I really have been trying to hone in on what does home look like, especially because of homeschool. Um, at the time, I was working part-time for my church, and that was a lot of hours spent doing something I loved doing and something that I felt like I was good at doing, but it's like, I can't do it all. So I really was trying to discern where he wanted my hands to be in the moment. So in that, I ended up walking away from what I was doing at church from the moment, for the moment. Um, I was like, Lord, like, what do you, what do you want me to do? Because I'm okay with just doing this. Like, I don't need anything else. To right. Do. <laughs> right. Like, don't need anything else. Um, but, you know, God just really, really showed me. Um, I'm a journaler. I've always have been a journaler. And I'm really big on encouraging other people to journal. Um, and somehow, some way, I, I don't know if that was a dream. I don't know. I just was like, well, this just makes sense. Um, and I'm in some conversations with people that I trust in my corner. We kind of just said, okay, this, this might be what to do. And I wrote up my plan and I, I did it. <laughs> Wow. Here we are. And there, here we have this mama praise prayer journal, 31 days of intentionality. Wow, Shakia, that is so awesome. And I know the response has been, like you said, overwhelming. This is something that people need. And it's just a reminder of why obedience is important because delayed obedience is disobedience. So, you know, to the point when God said, release this, even yeah. though the, the, the enemy tried to distract with, oh, is this the right time? My grandmother just, just yeah. died. And, you know, and so to continue to be obedient is such, such an important wisdom, of, a thing of wisdom on the Wife Wisdom Podcast, right? To be right. obedient and the timing of it is critical that he, there's intention with why God says to do it right now, do it right, this, right now, because there, he knows the plans, right? So he knows who's going to need this at this time exactly. so that we don't have any other issues, right? Like, so that yeah. And also to build their faith, right? You never know if your obedience to doing something is going to help to build somebody else's faith Correct. in him. So, right. so good, so good. And so what are your, uh, what, do, what are your children, what the, you know, as we mm -hmm. kind of wrap up, what, how do you balance one? How do you balance business and wifehood and motherhood, all of that? Because now that this, this big thing has just kind of come <laughs> out in your life, yeah. it's, I know it's a lot. I know it's a lot. And it's a lot that was not planned for, right? Yeah. I was expecting, um, and it's a good way. So I will say I'm only probably a month into having an answer. <laughs> right, right. I, I've literally sent an SOS text message to my mommy crew, like, um, can someone help me? <laughs> someone please help me figure this help, out. Help me, please, help me. Please, please. Help me, please, please. Help me, please, help me, please. Right, I know. Literally. So I had a conversation with one of my wise mommies um, that God has placed into my life. And she spoke su well, such wisdom um, because she's wise, but she basically, <laughs> she basically helped me compartmentalize. Is that how you say that word? Yes. Compartmentalize. And she said, you know, 
everyone struggles with this, right? There's a contention between ministry, mommyhood, wifing, all of these things. Um, but if you know that this is what you're supposed to be doing in the season, thinking about how do you actually do this in the season? Um, and she helped me really think about being fully where I am in the moment. And that might mean the moment might be Monday. It might be Tuesday. It might be 12 o'clock on Wednesday. But when I am dedicated to ministry or entrepreneurship, be 100% in that, meaning I have to make space for it. I have to make sure that I have someone with the kids and I need to make sure that they have their work. I have to plan for it. When I am with the kids, be 100% with the kids. Don't start jotting down notes about your business when you're supposed mm -hmm. to be with the kids. Like, yeah, if you have something, you may have to stop for a second, but when you're with them, be 100% with them. When you're with your husband, be 100% with your husband. So it all has taken time for me to plan and be intentional, right? Mm -hmm. So I realized there are certain days now that I spend on shipping as opposed to spending every day trying to pull stuff together. Like now I just have to say, well, you're not going to get it for three to five business days as opposed to me trying to get things out immediately to please, yeah. to please the customer, just, just make it known in advance. So at the end of the day, to summarize that is being 100% where you are, when you are in it, that is how I've been able to balance to date. Wow. What a great lesson. That's, that's, I need to be reminded too. <laughs> yes, that is so good because we, we live in a, in a, I think that the pandemic has helped with that, right. To be more intentional and more and present. present. Yes. Yeah. Because of the, because we've been on autopilot. A lot of people are on autopilot so much that, you know, you just don't even hear all that's going on. You just, yeah. the awareness has been dulled. So yeah. I think that that's a, such a great reminder to remember to be completely present with what it is that you're doing to give a hundred percent attention to that thing. So that is so great. And so as we um, kind of close, what do you, what do you want this, your, the, the assignment that God has given you with this, this mama praise movement, what <laughs> yeah. do you want? How do you want this to influence the world? How, what do you want moms to take away from this gift that you've given them? Uh, so first I'll start off with a portion of a verse that has really encouraged me It's Lamentations 219. Um, and it's the second part is pour out your heart like water before the Lord's presence, lift up your hands to him for the lives of your children. Now in Lamentations, that meant the context was a little bit different where I'm pouring out my life literally so my kids can physically live. But I look at that, I'm still pouring out my life and my prayers and my conversations with him so my kids can physically and spiritually live well, right? So I really want this journal, this quote unquote movement to really encourage moms to pour out their lives like for their children's lives, um, to really realize that that widow's oil became more only when it was actually poured. Your children's lives can become so much more when you're pouring. Um, I just really want women to know that he's listening, that he's never not listening, that he can literally do anything, um, the most impossible things. Um, 
I just really want them to be aware of the fact that he is always present. And because of that, we can always go to him. Um, I just think we can get so caught up in what we have to do and thinking that he's only with us and only listening when we're quiet and when we're still, and that's not the case, right? He literally is there in every moment. Um, and it's, it's just intentionality. It's just reminding ourselves, being intentional about speaking it into us. As much as we want to pour, be intentional with our kids, we have to be intentional about our own selves. So I just, I just want mommies to know that, that he's as much for us as he is for our kids. Um, because he's called and affirmed that this is what we're supposed to be doing. So he's making a way for us to do it well. Mm-hmm. That is so good. Now, I was so excited when I got my journal and just <laughs> so proud of you, yeah. just knowing you for so many years and just to see how God is using you to, to really walk in your purpose really boldly and beautifully and with elegance and grace. And so I'm so grateful to be able to witness what he is doing in and through you and your, your family. And so last, uh, kind of any, any final encouraging words, and then also please let our listeners know how they can get a copy of this amazing (laughs) journal. Well, thank you, Christy. Um, I just want to say that it warms me in a special way that you actually (laughs) are praising me because you have no idea how much I look up to you. (laughs) So it's it's very sweet and very humbling at the same time. So thank you. Um, I I guess just my final words of encouragement is just to mom, just to to know he is for you. I mean, I don't have anything else (laughs) better to say than that is that we can't do this alone. So don't right. <laughs> literally just do it with him. Yeah. <laughs> it's as simple. So good. As as just don't. So, <laughs> you, so you don't have to. <laughs> you you don't have to. So don't. Like that is be quotable, right? Don't you don't have to do it alone, so don't. <laughs> Period. Like the big dot. Should I drop? Drop the mic. Yep. Drop the mic right now. Right now. And so how can we how can they connect with you? Yep. On the social media. How do we get more journals into their hands? Please let us know. I appreciate that. So on Instagram, I am at Shakia Moreno. Um, I also have a website, shakiamoreno.com, and that's exactly where you can purchase said journal. Um, I would love to get it in your hands and to encourage you. It's really just a prompting to pray, um, to start your conversation with him and to really instill the habit of making sure you're doing it every day, all day long. So thank you so much, Christy. I love this chat with you. Absolutely. This is amazing. Thank you so much for your time. I know that you know, it is super busy and even more busy um, now that you are really influencing the world and so many moms in, around the world. So I'm so grateful to have you in my life. Thank you for being a guest again on the Wife Thank Wisdom Podcast. Absolutely. Continue to, to shine brightly and bring God all the glory. I love you so much, sis. Thank you. I love you. Wasn't she awesome? I know. Just such a beautiful spirit. And 
Let me just tell you, this Mama Praise Prayer Journal is awesome. And it's perfect for every single mom because it doesn't matter what age your children are, even if they're adults. As a mom, we should always be praying for our kids, right? Always. And it's wonderful to have a journal to help with keeping you accountable and intentional with just praying for your kids. And the thing is, that's great about it. Don't just get one for you. It's a perfect baby shower gift for moms. What better gift to give than to really not only teach new moms, but help them to establish a, not only a routine, but a practice to pray for their kids every single day. Prayer is so powerful, ladies. Many of you already know that, but those who may not done it before or are new to doing it, it is so powerful and it is such an amazing gift that we can give to our children. So go to her website, shakiamoreno.com and get several copies to give them to all the moms that you know. Thank you again so much for listening and I look forward to connecting with you next week. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode on the Wife Wisdom Podcast. I hope that it was encouraging, inspiring, supportive, and made you feel like you were not alone. So thank you for joining me. If we are not connected on social media, please come on over and say hello. DM me on Instagram at wife.wisdom. I'm always looking to give you the best content that supports you and serves you. So please send me your ideas for topics for podcasts, as well as let me know how the Wife Wisdom Podcast has encouraged you or how it has supported you and brought up aha moments for you. I read and value and cherish all of these testimonies that I receive from you. So please, please, please keep them coming. Lastly, would you please do me a huge favor and rate and review my podcast if you have not already. It really helps the podcast to be seen and found on all of the platforms. So in order to rate and review, if you have an iPhone or an iPad, please go down, scroll down to the very first episode. It will say, write a review. So you click on the number of stars and you write your review right there. Unfortunately, if you have an Android, there isn't an easy way for you to rate and review the podcast at this time, but I would still love, love, love to hear from you over on Instagram. Rating and reviewing helps get the word out about the podcast to other women who are also looking for wife wisdom. So please continue to share with your family, your friends, and of course, your sister circle. I so appreciate you and value your consistent listenership. So have an amazing week and I look forward to connecting with you next time. The Wife Wisdom Podcast with Christy Little Jones was created to help you cultivate the heart of a wife by giving you practical tools, tips, and techniques to live happily ever after. Well, at least most of the time. <laughs> so until next week, keep learning, keep listening, and keep love first. Bye-bye.